Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and with me is Todd. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. We're we're a little late. We are. on our podcast. It was, a, it was a big week of golf last week. We just had to take time to digest what happened. Uh, I was out of town. You were working. And come to find out, I, I, didn't, I didn't remember. I knew at one point in time. But you're going to be heading off to Mexico soon. See. So... It's probably it's probably best that we maybe waited because I think we're going to go without a podcast for the next couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, I I come back the twenty seventh, and there's going to be somebody at my house babysitting my dog. So don't think about coming over and crashing my pad and doing something. <laughs> so maybe the twenty eighth of April will be coming out with something. Yeah, so we got to we got to catch up on the Masters. It's, yeah, it's it's a little bit in the past, but. I think there's some stuff we could still talk about and we've we're right in the middle of a big golf tournament, which is pretty fun kind of to do. Yeah. The RBC heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Which is turning out to have a pretty decent field, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They usually do. People enjoy, I think going out there, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely some big names there. Well, and it's close to Georgia. It It is close to Georgia. So it's not like where Augusta gotta... is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. In oh, okay. Gotcha. How's how's your week been? Oh man. Well, we had a pile of snow in April in April. Oregon. That well, should not. That should not happen. Yeah, I woke up Monday morning, go to work, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> it's, it's a winter wonderland, honey. I gotta go to work, <laughs> and, and I made it. But man, like two hours later, twenty six was shut down. So I got there in the nick of time, but. No, it's it's busy. You you've been doing some union stuff, and yep. So I haven't played golf since uh, I guess it was that last Sunday at uh, God. Did you play Masters Sunday? No, no, you didn't. Watched I watched it. I played Masters Saturday out at Tri Mountains. Okay, the Blues, sixty six hundred yards, and it, it felt super long. What'd you shoot? 85 okay fuck i it was it was really windy and cold and i felt like a little bitch and (laughs) god dang it there was the first hole i went driver forward and just barely got it to the front oh god i can't even imagine playing at um augusta when they're 77 yard 7700 oh my god god i know right and we can talk about this uh uh, the distance, you know, from the best players to the worst, because, you know, Morgan Hoffman, who just showed up after two years off a layoff playing in a tournament, he's just way behind people. Yeah. Professional golfer, but man, he's 30 and 40 yards behind Harold Varner, who is 120th in driving distance. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Excuse me. Kathy Joy yeah, will, will not good. appreciate hey. that. Gosh, I, sorry. <laughs> so we were going to do it earlier, but you had negotiations yep. a, against the uh, or with or towards the Death Star. Yeah, um, yeah. We had labor management came together for a bargaining session today, and and then uh, and then it ended, and 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 we came home. So that's about all I can really divulge on this podcast. It's for well, other, that's for a whole other platform, Todd. Yeah, and then you went and you <laughs> saw your daughter play the softballs. I did. Went, with the Lions. Yeah, went up, went up to uh, 
watch uh, Olivia play in JV softball against Lake Oswego and Lakers. Uh, the Lakers. And uh, yeah, we won. I can't remember the exact score, but yeah. And then varsity was playing after that. I think they're still playing right now. They're, they're not winning. Oh, they need Olivia. <laughs> How, how'd she do at the plate? She, she crush him. She uh, she, I believe she walked and then she got called out for leaving the base early. Oh God. Cause in softball, you can't leave the base until the ball leaves the pitcher's hand. So if you oh. leave earlier, then you're called out. And, did, uh, did I actually, you give that, did I, give that ump some hell. I did not see it. She asked me if I saw it when we were, when she was finished and I didn't, I wasn't actually looking at her. See, it's it's usually really close, so I wasn't yeah. actually I didn't wasn't actually looking directly at her when it happened. But a couple of the other people on the other team that she knew just through softball said that that she wasn't out. So, God dang it, it's all right. But but she took it on the chin, and she's she's a heart, so she you know went because hearts take it on the chin. <laughs> Yeah, and and was cool about it. Didn't, yeah, didn't have a hissy fit. Yeah, there you go. Nice, nice. Um, so what's the longest you've ever left your uh, your little four legged children for? Well, okay. There was a time when Kathy Joy was out of town, and I left them for six hours. Okay. And most people, I think that's fine. Some people leave them for longer. No, I'm day. talking like when, when you guys go on vacation, like you're going to be gone for 10 oh, days. Yeah, no, I think we've done that. Okay. And we've got a nanny that's staying here. Some kid who's in through Rover. He is a in the uh, wind turbine school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to know what's going on here. I, I'm going to make sure I show him where the water shutoff is and where the you know, the panel is, but I, I don't give two fucks about anything in my house. <laughs> you could steal everything and it's replaceable. Just keep my dogs alive, you know? Yeah, there you go. It, it, it makes life a lot easier to not worry about your shit. That's a good attitude to have. There's a few things in my house I'd be a little pissed off if somebody took, but, you know. Yeah, there, I mean, and I'm sure there is some stuff here, but I'm just like, I've let it go. And it, it works so much better to go on your vacation oh, yeah. and not wondering if they're rummaging through my undies, which, <laughs> you know, go for it. Go for it. Right. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome if you came home and all your underpants were stolen. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Sisters Meeting Smokehouse in Sisters, Oregon. If you're swinging through Sisters on your way to Central Oregon, stop on by, have some lunch, grab some meat, grab some beef jerky and pepperoni sticks for the golf course. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse. Can't beat our meat. They've got some really nice hams right now. I've been on their Instagram and they've got some good looking meats for the the Easter Easter Sundays. Nice. Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We do have a YouTube channel. We also still have a... some merchandise. We can't find it on our website or anything, so you'll have to email us at thedivotroom at gmail.com. You can also go to our website and check out some other stuff. Our merchandise is not up there. It's exclusive merchandise. Some, so I've seen some of our friends from the show, and they've sent us pictures. They look good in it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just sold a hat yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. To whom? Peter Lehman. Oh, God. we got to give him a shout Peter out. Lehman. Yeah. 
Oh, and we're working on a new sponsor as well. Let's not, we can't divulge yet. It's going to be a big, we'll have a big release party. And, uh, you know, big shout out to our new sponsors. But we're we're excited to have have people interested in us, uh, you know, you know, pimping their product out there a little bit. So uh, we're excited. So we're going to, we're kind of working through the details on that. And hopefully uh, maybe May, June-ish, we'll be uh, being able to give a shout out to somebody else as well. Cool. Uh, news. There's some decent news this week. Um, one of the big ones is Bryson had surgery on his uh, fractured left hand. Oh my gosh, is he okay? Uh, it sounds like he's. <laughs> it sounds like six weeks, maybe. So he had <laughs> surgery on his wrist. He had a fracture of the hamate bone. You know where the hamate bone is? Yeah, it's in your wrist. God damn, I had to fucking look it up. But I know. Well, you had... just told me. You okay, just well, said he had a fractured bone in his wrist. <laughs> oh, did I really? Dang it. Well, it, the hamate bone, I was like, I gotta I gotta search this. Well, it's one of eight carpal bones in your wrist. Okay. Do you think it's medial or lateral? I'm gonna guess that it's lateral. Nope. It's the medial. Really? And for our non-doctor friends. Medial is close to your body, so if you're standing there, and the anatomical will be position, on the outside, right? Yeah. Hand, palms out towards. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, that's good A and P lesson there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyways, it, he said he had to re-grip the club differently, and he couldn't. And I get it. Yeah. If you got a broken carpal, that's a bummer. Well, the way that he swings the club, I I'm shocked. Six weeks seems a little too. A little too early, but we'll see. He he he's uh he's a strong dude. I've been healthy, so he'll probably recover oh, yeah. relatively well. Yeah, I heard two months. Oh, you did. So okay. that 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 keeps him April, May, June. He ain't playing in the U.S. Open. You don't think so? No, because two months. I feel like uh, June is when the U.S. Open is. It is. It's Father's Day weekend. I, I'm my guess is he probably had it now, so he can make it to the U.S. Open. Uh, it's going to be close, but that, that ain't, it might be healed, but you haven't been playing for two months. And then all of a sudden you show up where the rough is, is the hay Foot or the high. corn. Yeah. And <laughs> Mickelson and Tiger have both sent in applications to, they will play. Play what? At the U.S. Open. Oh, okay. I don't know. You came in with this news alert. Like, let's, yeah, it's full disclosure. Let's give everything. The The yeah. U.S. Open. And where's the U.S. It, Open at? Shit. It's all right. I, you don't but know? But they just announced. No, I don't. I'll look it up really quick. They just announced that yeah. they're going to be playing in the U.S. Open. So what else do you yeah, know about that? Yeah, and that's, that? you know, with, with Brycey, uh, I don't think he's going to be ready. I mean, he he's exempt. I mean, he he, he just... He doesn't have to say or apply. He's in because he won it a couple years ago. And uh, anyways, so I saw where Mickelson and Tiger have both sent in. Did you see that? Sent in. I did. Says, yeah. 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 They I didn't realize that that Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson would have to like submit an application. But, you know, you I guess that's what the, you do. It's the you got to go through the. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, are you going to play in the best? Because if you're waiting for. Like I texted Tim Finchin that I was playing. 
well, yeah, no, we need we need to go through the formal steps. So, so six weeks or the- two months from now, it's going to be the U.S. Open at the Country Club, Brookline, Massachusetts. Oh, nice! Do you remember who the defending champion is? Yes, it is. It's somebody that's good at golf. They play well at golf. <laughs> Give me a hint. Not too big a one. <laughs> Uh, his initials are J R. Justin Rose. He had the small feet syndrome. Oh, John Rom. Yeah, he hasn't been, th- and that was at uh, San Diego. Yes, potted like a fucking machine. Yes, those last three holes. Yes, and and since then he hasn't made a fucking putt. <laughs> and he's not the number one player in the world anymore. Fuck no. No, Scotty Scheffler got- is playing like the number one man in the world. Easily. All right. What else is breaking news this week? We we had the Saudi Golf League. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they announced that they do have some players that have signed up and they have they announced that Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Bubba Watson. And Kevin Na are heading to the Saudi Golf League. Kevin Na said yesterday, no, I haven't signed anything. I know I've got their logo on my shirt, but I haven't. <laughs> he said he he hasn't signed, which is so weird. He's yeah, he's if, he, if it turns out if he, if he turns out he's in and to have played this thing that Oh, I haven't signed anything. And then you signed it two days later. It's bullshit. The guy, come on, he's in. Yeah, he, what do he's, you, I think he's in. So that's their marquee players right now. As far as I know, I mean, I'm assuming Phil's out. I would not say that. I wouldn't I would either. Say, I would say that Phil is, I, 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 he's like, oh shit, if these guys are going on and they're going to be fine, I might as well get mine because I ain't getting any love over on the PGA tour. Right. Uh, there's I, only been a few hand, or a handful of people that have completely said no to it, you know, including Rom, Morikawa, JT, Spieth, and Kepka. Rory. Sure, yeah, and Rory. I'm sure there's some others out there that have probably said it as well. They just don't make the headlines like some of these big guys do, but. So I think Max Homa was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I don't, he acted like he's, you know, he, he seems like one of those guys that could fit in that 48 person field. And he's acting like he's not part of that field. I'm, I would guess that he probably would not do it. So Bubba put out his schedule for this year Yep. And he's supposedly one of those guys, but he's also signed up for the uh, RBC in Toronto or Canada. He's supposed to play in the Canadian Open. Okay. But that's the same week as one of the LIV golf tournaments. So there's like, what's going on? And the, the whole, the confusing part of this is I've heard that the PGA tour is saying, listen, you're, you, you can't do this, but it sounds like people are. So like, as soon as you play in that first tournament, then does the hammer come down and now you're out? It'll like be you, interesting to watch. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, 
I, I found an article here on Golf Magic and how much is Greg mm. Norman getting paid as chief executive of LIV Golf Investments? All right, give it to us. <laughs> Somebody threw out the number of $50 million and he got a little defensive. Mm. He was, he's like, listen, I, I gave up Greg Norman, you know, the brand to come and run this. So I was making plenty of money. This is not about money. This isn't about my paycheck or my bank account getting bigger. This is more about me for the players. Really? For the people. Really, Greg? <laughs> right? Right? I mean, he he's he's big picture and he wants to be this just, I don't know, the Donald Trump of the USFL. Um, he, he got a little defensive about it yeah. and, and, you know, he's taking a lot of heat and he's, he's trying to make it seem like it's something other than it is. And it's goddamn money grab. It is for sure. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I was kind of surprised. I guess I'm not surprised. Kevin, non Bubba, they're, they're not going to win a bunch of golf tournaments. No, they might win a golf tournament, right? So they're going to go over to this two hundred and twenty-five million dollar season and grab this money. Yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be hard to say no to. It'll be interesting to see what the repercussions are because for every action, there's clearly a, a consequence, and and uh, it appears that Phil was not uninvited to the masters. So it appears that maybe Bubba, even if he goes there, it would not be uninvited to the masters. Cause he's, it, 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 cause he can come back every year. Right. So, well, it, it, uh, Norman, he, he told the telegraph that he was not sent an invitation to attend the master masters by tournament officials at Augusta National, like he normally would have been as a former major champion. He did, however, get an entry ticket on the eve of the golf's first major. So they gave him a free ticket to get into the grounds. This and, is Greg Norman. Yeah. And he says, quote, I normally get an invitation every January when they go out as a past major winner, but not this time. Although they did send me a ground pass on the night before the first round. <gasps> Why? Who? They're sending him an invite to be a guest. I I don't know because you're not automatically in the Masters if you've won a major. Because no. otherwise, you'd have fucking Rich Beam. Right. <laughs> he doesn't get an invite. No. But I, I I won. It sounds like, you know, he was kind of uninvited. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of just a status invite, like, hey, you know, you, come join us for this event. And as a past major winner, we'd love to have you out here on the grounds, meet and greet people. Maybe that's kind of the extent of it. Yeah. Very interesting. Get some v VIP pass. Maybe you can drive up Magnolia Lane. I don't really know. But sounds like Greg Norman is kind of being a little bit of a pain for some people. Oh, yeah. Anything else for news? I do not have any more news. All right, then let's let's get after it. Let's get after the Masters here. So Scotty Scheffler ends up putting on the green jacket at the end of the week. 
Spoiler alert. Sorry, people that have recorded. <laughs> you you just went all uh, Sir Nick Faldo <laughs> on Sunday. Jesus. Yeah. So Scotty Scheffler, I mean, kind of ran away with this thing. Yeah. And, well, you know, at on Sunday, after two holes, he was up by one behind Cam Smith. And right. it suddenly looked like a tournament. Yep. And then he fucking chips in up that fucking giant hill, bounces it into the hill, and it fucking goes in. It, that was a brutal for a guy that had Cam Smith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was brutal for a guy that had Cam Smith. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, he, so let's just, I, I don't know how you want to orchestrate this conversation about the Masters because there's clearly a lot to talk about. Tiger, Tiger was the biggest story of them all going into the week. Absolutely. And, and I don't remember uh, what he shot each day. He ended up at 47th. He finished at plus 13. But, I mean, there was a couple brutal days of weather, and, and let's not let's not just dismiss the fact that he's clearly playing on one leg and he got a little tired and I don't know if he'll ever admit it, but that that definitely plays a factor, but man, the guy played four days at Augusta national and it's just phenomenal to uh, be able to witness it. And that first day he shoots 71, he's one under, he's actually, yep. he's actually under par and it's just like, how did he just do that? And then you're getting a little nervous because you know, the next day, you know, he's, he's looking shaky. He comes out and he's four over through five holes on his second round. So that puts him at three over, right? I mean, he's, he's powering through and then he ends up shooting 74 for the day and makes the cut, not on the number. I mean, the, I can't remember what was the cut, like plus four or something like that. Seven, uh, Patrick Harrington, Harrington shot 74, 75, 149. Okay. So uh, I think it was five over. Okay. And and you had, I think you had said earlier in the week, you're like, I think it's going to be five over. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. I, th I think I was one off. I think it was four over. Cause I think I did say five and I think plus, I think plus four was 149 did not make the cut one, which would be five over. Yep. So four over was the cut. And I said plus five. Yep. And then there was a couple things in there too. I think you and I were texting back and forth and you said that uh, somebody was going to have like a three shot lead. And anyways, I was pretty damn close to the prediction, but um, yeah, you were, you did good. Yeah. I, I, I thought that, uh, God, who was it leading after the, was it uh sung JM 60 fucking seven. And he played, I believe, in the afternoon on day one. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to go out early and shoot another 67. I thought he would have a bigger lead, but he shot even par. He shot 72 or 74 the second day. Yeah. Yep. But he, uh, he had, a, I mean, he, he had a decent tournament. I mean, he, he finished in red numbers. T8, he'll, he'll get an invite for next year. So T T12 and better get you back in the tourney. Is it T12? Yeah. Perfect. Because uh, Harry Higgs, he, we love Harry. We love Harry Higgs. And he almost made, 
I think he lipped out for an albatross on two, okay, or something. And uh, if, if they say if he'd have made it, he'd have made the cut on the number, or he'd have finished good enough to be in the top twelve. But they then they also said, yeah, but he made double on one. Yeah, but he he finished just outside the top twelve. T fourteen, but he does get a pair of high crystal highball glasses yep with the master's logo for making that uh uh double eagle that's amazing yeah yeah any uh any eagles out there you get um crystal you get a, you get a crystal highball glass yeah with the master's logo yeah so cool it is so cool the tradition like no no none other tradition like no other none other sure yeah whatever <laughs> it's our show <laughs> yeah all right so and, let's actually let's let's talk about this so we've got so we'll start down at the player the 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 lowest players that that will be back next year so unfortunately i mean some of these guys i mean let, will it dj he, will it gets to come back no Anyways, matter what right but i'm just talking about the top 12 right or top t12 and better Yep. So you got Willett, DJ, and Schwartzel, and all these other guys down below them are probably like, hey, guys, you can already come back. Watch this. Right. And then, so actually, so T10, so Schwartzel and Champ. So Cameron Champ's coming back. Good for him. Yep. God, no, that's uh, a miracle. Sung JM, yep. T8 with Justin Thomas. So they're both coming back. Corey Connors, Will Zalatoris, both coming back. Uh, Morikawa. Cam Smith, Lowry, McElroy, and Scotty Scheffler. That's, That's a, a pretty solid top 12. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, besides the former champs that were already coming back anyways, the only person in, in that grouping that I would say benefits from this the most is Cameron Champ. Absolutely. That guy fucking, he's been terrible. Yeah, and he... Well, clearly not. I mean, top 10 in the Masters. I mean, he he definitely, he's the one that I could see kind of fading away for a little bit. Or he could be doing great. I mean, I don't really know, but he's the one that probably. He was three under on the weekend. Yeah, which is phenomenal. When Saturday was brutal. Yeah. Saturday was just fucking brutal. I mean, poor Tiger. Wow. Yeah. So Saturday was brutal. Who had the lowest round on Saturday? Do you remember? Do you? I mean, yeah, I got it right here. Okay. I got it right here, bud. <clears throat> and there was one person in the '60s, and it was my pony, Cam Smith. Cam Smith. I was like, "Fuck yeah, 68." <laughs> Everybody else was in the '70s or higher, and I was feeling so good. Yeah, he had a great day. I was really, and he even teed off later in the day, didn't he? Teed off the last group with yeah. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, those guys. Went birdie, birdie. Didn't Scotty Scheffler have a pretty low round on Saturday also? 71. 71. Okay, so yeah, low enough. And that was that was, that was was the debacle, the best fucking debacle. Like, they, I remember the temperature was 57 degrees there and sunny, and yes, it was windy, but they all acted like it was 42 fucking degrees. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was cute seeing them all bundled up. I was, I played out here in Tri Mountain and it was like 50 degrees 
and raining. I got soaked like four different fucking times and I didn't take off a vest on and off. Jesus. That was a Nike. Uh, that was a Nike ad all day. God. Watching Scotty Shuffler pull that vest on and off. What a and nightmare. I just saw I saw some pictures of him putting it on and off. It was just so awkward. And they're like, he needs some training to put on the green jacket on Sunday because he's just like, eh, eh, can't put his arms in. Well, and then he did it in the butler cabin. He went yeah. fucking full on ding dong. <laughs> Couldn't get that fucking thing on. And, you know, I texted you Saturday because on 18, he snaps it left. Yeah. And, you know, for for most of us, we're like, oh, fuck, I better hit a provisional because once I get up there, I got two fucking minutes or three minutes. Yep. He put his hand in his goddamn vest and took his sweet ass time walking up there because he knew there was 50 people looking for his ball. They found it in the middle of a, I don't know, magnolia tree. Yeah. Next thing I know, he's got a complete swing with his three iron or three hybrid and hits the goddamn green. With an unplayable, right? With, with an unplayable lie. But so, I was like, how does he go in the middle of the trees where he suddenly has a complete, and I'm not calling the guy a cheater, Yeah. but what the fuck? How did that happen? Yeah. He he took two club lengths. Yeah. yeah <laughs> From he where it was lying. Hey, everybody, just watch. Hey, hey, rules official. So let's talk about this rule since, you know, every once in a while we might have some of our friends that need some clarification on rules, right? Yep. Let's talk about this rule. So let's talk about on the unplayable lie rule. What are your options? Retee. Okay. Where the ball is sitting, you can go back as far as you want as long as you keep your ball and the flag in line. So go back a thousand yards, a hundred yeah. yards, 50 yards. That was not an option or the other option is two, uh, two club lengths from, from the place of the ball. Yeah. And no closer to the hole. Correct. And it's a one shot penalty on top of that. Yeah. And he was like, how far can it roll? When he was asking the official, when he was getting ready to drop, I was like, come on, man. No. Like, what, do you think you can land and then it rolls a foot past that T? No, 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 no. It's Uh-oh. an arc. It's an arc. Right. I, I don't know how these these guys that got degrees from Texas and what have you don't know it. But Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, it was, it was like all of a sudden he was getting a, a full swing and he hit the green from 240 yards with, I think, a three hybrid or something. It was stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So Scotty Scheffler st- really stole the show for the weekend. I mean, Cam Smith. He was trying to be part of it, trying to be part of it. And uh, as Jim Nance says, the Masters starts on the back nine on yep. Sunday. Well, Cam Smith Cam, did not have a great back nine on Sunday. Well, he birdies 11. Yeah, after he bogeyed 10. Bogeys 10, birdies 11. He's right there. They roll over to 12, and he fucking just lost his mind rinses it Rinse didn't even it. come close no right in the middle of ray's creek and then he he drops and i'm watching it right now and he hits over he actually hits it off to the right so it hits over the pin 
and it dribbles yep. off to the right. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody miss the green on the right side over there, ever. Yeah. So he ends up getting triple bogey on 12, and he pretty much uh. shoots himself out of the tournament at that point. Uh, yeah. He was... maybe had a chance if he would have birdied 12. That would have been yeah. saved him four shots. So he, he yeah. But That was brutal. That was a brutal six. Yeah. He was your pony going into Sunday. Oh, God. I was just trying to live. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I'm surprised that neither one of us, we didn't pick Scotty Scheffler. Well, it was like, all right. So the the thing that I said was like, there's no way this guy is going to be playing in his sixth tournament. You know, his last six tournaments and then win his fourth. Right. That seems fucking impossible. It did seem impossible until we started watching him play. You're like, oh, that's right. He is the number one player in the world, and he's playing outstanding golf. Why didn't I pick him? So next, the next time, like, so is he playing next week? And do you pick him? Well, you're going to be in Mexico, so no. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would pick him at the PGA. I'd pick him at the U.S. Open. Pick him at the Open Championship. Pick him for the Memorial. i I mean, if we don't pick him. Yeah, you're an idiot. Every time he, he's he, playing. Yeah. He's going to be in the top 10, it seems like. I mean, he's looking. He's not looking like Tiger, but he's looking like he could dominate like that for a little while. He well, there was. He doesn't swing like Tiger, but. You were in a pool where you had to pick four golfers or six golfers or three golfers. Yeah. Well, in the past, when Tiger was so good the people that were running pools were like, you can't pick tiger. Right. Or you can't pick DJ or something. I don't, I don't know if Scotty's ever going to get to that point. Would uh, until he's, I, I think he has to win like 10 of 15 tournaments. Then we will finally say, okay, you can't pick Scotty because he's going to clearly win. Yeah. I mean, why? What, and why isn't, why isn't people, getting behind Scotty and being excited about him as much as tiger. That's a great question. Well, I think there's, I think, I think there's a little bit, uh, the the biggest difference is um, the shock factor of, of tiger and the way that he did it. And just the polarizing figure he was at the time and how much he changed the game. Scotty Shuffler is coming into onto the scene he he doesn't have he's not a polarizing figure he's he's just seems like a super nice dude that's out there and just humble um the the other difference is i mean he's playing great golf he doesn't look like he's just going to go dominate every tournament though right unorthodox I mean, swing i mean the way he yeah. takes a lash at it and hits his baby cut and goes a fucking country mile but man it's it's not like your adam scott perfect swing you know that's so pretty justin rose so pretty tiger so scotty it's a little bit kind of awkward and like it seems like it'd be really easy to hosel it it he almost looks like he's about to fall over on his follow through i mean that foot kind of comes out and it's like whoa um yeah but definitely not comparing him to tiger i mean tiger is just once in a lifetime changed the sport, changed the world. And, uh, Scotty isn't changing the sport. He's not, I mean, there's just too many people. 
I think that are just around his caliber, right? That he, yeah, he's just playing great golf right now. Yeah, he's he's Tiger, in his own. Tiger's Tiger dominated golf to the point that people had to up their game. Yeah. So Tiger, like Tiger, won because he outworked everybody. He spent more time on the putting green, you know, putting five footers and make a thousand before he'd leave. And we don't hear these stories of Scotty doing that same hard work. And it, that seems like all the more reason to jump in this guy's bandwagon. I think, I think he reminds me while not the winning, um, it just, just like Freddie couples, he's a very likable guy. He's going to keep winning. He's going to gain a ton of fans. Kids are going to be named Scotty here in, you know, probably in 10 or 15 years, you know, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know, people are going to be buying the clubs that he's playing. Uh, people are going to start wearing Nike again. You know, I mean, I think there's just, there's something about the guy that's lovable and likable and he's great for the game. It's just not the same dominance, right? He's winning, he's playing great golf, but we all know that that can change at a moment's notice. It, if if Tiger was doing the same thing that Scotty was doing right now and won four out of six, I'll tell you, everybody, the majority of people would be rooting for Tiger. The next tournament that Scotty shows up, there's going to be a, a contingency rooting for Rory. There's going to be a contingency rooting for Cam Smith. There's going to be a contingency rooting for Justin Thomas or whoever. But no, it's not going to be the majority like, Scotty, win another one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I mean, we He's all like, come have, on, let's take him down. Let's take him down. We all have our favorite players that we're rooting for. And whether it's JT or Jordan or Tiger. And you're right. I mean, that's probably the biggest kind of difference right now is those guys are still good. Those guys can still win. We want those guys to win. We want Rory to win again. I I think if Scotty wins a couple more and continues down this world number one path, he's going to gain a bunch of fans, right? Again, he's not a villain. He's likable. He's got a cool caddy. And if he goes in a slump, people are going to probably get behind, rally behind him, right? It's He we, became a fucking villain with that goddamn vest on fucking Saturday. <laughs> Motherfucker, are you shitting me? Dude, It that was not villain-type material. Oh, it made that me was, mad, Chris. That, it that was like, just like, I can't like this guy because he's just a just a dork. I mean, I look just, at him like, trying wait, to put wait, that it's vest. It's so cold that you have to put it on, but it's not cold enough that you can't swim. Put it on or keep it off. I told you it was a Nike ploy. It was a Nike ad. Hey, Scotty, Scotty, listen, we're gonna ship this vest to you God. overnight. All right, you're, 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 we're gonna ship it to you overnight. Where are you staying? Okay, but here's the deal: you need to wear this on Saturday all day long. I don't like wearing vests. Take it I on can't and swing off. A vest. Well, then take it on and off. You know what? Actually, take it on and off because then everybody will talk about it. We'll put a big swoosh on the back of it, and everybody's going to be buying them. Watch. Everybody's going to be. Do you know how many of those vests they sold this week? Probably through the roof. God dang it. Yeah. I'd it like was to funny. see the numbers on that. <laughs> it was funny. All right. Um, how we could talk about this for a while. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Tigers round on Thursday. Yeah. 
phenomenal. It, which is which is a fucking it was a shit show. It was a 78. Yep. And he had four. Three oh, on cuts. Thursday. No, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Moving yeah, yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. Four, three putts and a four putt. Yeah. That was horrible. Oh, my. But you know what? It was it was not the we watched it. We'd watched the whole goddamn thing because we just were glued to Tiger. What's he going to do? And I thought his interview with uh, Balionis at at the end, he's like, dude, I was just I tried to release the head. I tried, you know, nothing could left work. hand low. I tried yeah. the claw. He didn't say all that, but you right. could tell he was being very honest. Is like suddenly I could not putt, which just felt human. Yeah, because there's days that we go out there and we can two putt from twenty feet, mm-hmm. and then there's other days you're like, how do I fucking two putt <laughs> from twelve feet? <laughs> do, <laughs> do you remember years ago when he got the yips and chipping? Oh God, it was awful. It was horrible. And people wrote him off. I mean, at that point in time, people oh, yeah. like, he's he's done. He's yep. done. He's never gonna be able to come back from this. Um, I don't think this is the same because he I mean he No, tur- not even close. Yeah, he turned around on Sunday. Not that he had a great round. I mean, you know, he followed it up with the seventy eight, but um, you know No, he, he was fucking tired. We saw him yeah. limping up eighteen yeah. after yeah, he he didn't look as bad. I mean, he just you know he had a few bogeys, but and then a double on seventeen on on um, Sunday. But yeah, he was tired. Uh, John Rahm and him looked like they were having a good time on Sunday. Uh, it's just good to see him back. It's good to see him play all four rounds. Uh, he's Absolutely. already he's already signed up for the U.S. Open. He's probably going to play in the PGA Championship. Absolutely, he's and play he's playing in, the, in St. Andrews. Yeah, he's playing in St. Andrews. He I mean, said he's like that. I've won a couple of yeah. claret jugs. I love. It's his favorite course. It is his favorite course. Well, maybe Augusta, but yeah. It's no, his, he said the old it's course. His yeah. favorite course. There you go. You know the birthplace of the golf. I've played it. The place is amazing. It. it I. I've never played Augusta. You know, national. Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, so where Tiger finished? T- Tiger finished the solo forty seventh, but and people, I mean, the naysayers, right? Like, oh, Tiger, you know, he choked or he, you know, he did whatever. He yes, the guy had a shattered leg a year ago, and now here yep. we are. We're watching him play golf. Can just keep it into perspective. Here's some of the people that finished below him after the cut: Max Homa, Mackenzie Hughes, Furberger. Hatton. Okay, those are some of the top players in the world. Yep. Let's just go through and read some of these people that didn't even make the cut. Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Abraham Answer, Xander Shoffley, Stuart Sink. Francesco um, Molinari, who's who's been there. Yeah. Justin Rose. Uh Cameron Young. He's he's playing great right now, right? I mean, Bryson yep. DeChambeau, uh, he had a broken hand. But some those are some of the top players in the world that finished worse than Tiger. So for all the naysayers out there, Tiger's back. Tiger's going to keep playing, and uh, he's only going to get better from here. Yeah, the stronger that leg gets. Oh, who'd you kiss goodnight to? I'm Meredith. She's, oh, she's, she's going so to bed. Sweet. I'll, I'll go in and say goodnight to her when we finish up here. Does she do anything special to her hair before she goes to bed? That's that- funny. Because she just came, perfect lid. she came down here, and she had them all in braids. So when she wakes up in the morning, 
She'll take them out, the braids out, and she'll have wavy hair. It looks super cute. Fucking big hair. Fucking, yeah. She's got amazing hair. She does have amazing hair. Best in the family. Best in the family. <laughs> um, all right, let's review our picks. Let's do you want to do that? Yeah. All right. So I had the first pick and I took advantage of the fact that we could pick Tiger Woods. So I picked Tiger. I also picked Rory. And I picked Jordan. I ended up winning a dollar. Jordan missed the cut. Rory finished solo second. How the hell that happened? Uh, I have good, no idea. I laugh at that. Minus eight, on, minus eight on Sunday will get you there. 64, boom. Uh, Tiger Woods finished 47th. Uh, my alternates, Homa, TE48, and Abraham Answer missed the cut. That's Your picks, phenomenal. You had Will Zalatoris, JT, and Cam Smith. All of them finished in the top 10. Zalatoris, T6, JT, T8. Cam Smith, T3. You got the bonus. You won $12, my friend. No, <laughs> it's fine. And then your alternates, Kepka, missed the cut. And then Corey Connors, another one, T6, another one in the top 10. So your picks were phenomenal. Nice job. Thank you. <clears throat> it, 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 we got to remember this shit. Every year, it's the people that have played here, that have won here, that do well here. And then, you know, uh, Kepka last year did very well here. Right. Why he why he didn't do good. Well, I, I, I don't know, man. Yes. I'm going to be I may be hard pressed to pick that guy in one of my three picks coming up. I know. I know. As, as Rom, unless Rom and the next best guy is fucking Taylor Gooch, <laughs> you know, but it's it's crazy. Yeah. Harold Varner. Where did he finish? T23 with an 80 on Saturday and came back with a 69 on Sunday. T23. Nice. The guy's been playing good, and he's doing well, I think, in this tournament at RBC. Yeah. So we got RBC Heritage going this week. We got uh, in Harbortown Golf Links in Hilton Head, South Carolina. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, par seventy-one, yarded seven thousand one hundred yards. Do you remember who the defending champion is? Kitchen sink. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, uh, do you know who the designer is? God, Pete Dye. It is nice work. Oh, jeez. Try looking up the uh, the uh, course record, but I couldn't. Um, I feel like Davis Love is like the host of this tournament. Sounds about right. Do you remember and a few years it, ago when his house burned down? Yeah, it was burned to the huge, fucking ground. Huge fire. Um, so you and I have already made our picks because clearly here we are on a Friday evening and uh, the golf tournament is already in the uh, second round. They're probably already asleep over there waiting for their third round. So we already know who missed the cut, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we'll review our picks. Uh, you have... Or you picked first. So you picked JT. And then yep. My first pick is Cam Smith. Do you have the scores up in front of you? I do. Both those guys make the cut? JT made the cut. He's minus one, T43. Cam yeah. Smith missed the cut Damn on it. the number. Damn it. I knew he didn't I play know. well yesterday. Damn it. He, he went 73-70. Ugh. Uh, Colin Morikawa was your second pick. 
He is. He made the cut. I think he's minus. He's minus two. Okay. Shane Lowry. He uh, he made the cut. I'm sure. Oh yeah, he's he's up there near the top. I'm going. I'm going. Oh yeah, uh, minus four. T fourteen. Okay. Perfect. Shane Lowry was my second pick. Then your third pick was Sung J M. He made the cut at minus two. Nice. T thirty four. And then uh, Joaquin Neiman was my third pick. He should who be was, up there. Who was like second or third yesterday? He's T yeah. eight. Seven, uh, yeah, T eight at minus five. So he's 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 in that almost sweet spot that I like to think of. Like I, I do not want my pick to be first on day one. Right, it's a fucking death sentence. So I like where Joaquin Neiman is at. He's minus five and he's four out of first. And the who's cut, currently in the first place right now? Fucking Patrick Cantlay. Oh, yeah. Birdie the last four fucking holes. I mean, it's stupid. I, I was watching part of it and he went, oh, God, this son of a bitch. Birdied 15, birdied 16, birdied 17. And then I watch him on 18. And he has like a 20 footer and just fucking rolls it in the middle. <laughs> like, why didn't I pick Gantley? <laughs> Can't Potley. <laughs> Uh, your first alternate, Corey Connors. Oh, he's doing good. He's right there. Stand by. He's T14 at minus four. And my first alternate, DJ. Fucking MC. Uh, kitchen Sink, your second alternate. You know he fucking made the cut because that son of a bitch. Hold on. Yeah, he was doing pretty well. Yeah. Oh, God. Todd, don't dead air space. Sink, sink, sink. Just keep uh, talking. Just yeah, keep just, talking. <laughs> he, he, he's be behind Furberger and Pat Perez. Oh, there he is. Minus one. Okay. What about uh, Fitzpatrick was my miscut. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, those are my alternates. So there you have it. So you pick JT Morikawa M. And I have Cam Smith, Shane Lowry, and Joaquin Neiman. I like the walk. You only need one good one. Yeah. This course, they say, isn't long. Yep. But did you put down the yardage? 7,100. 7,100. So it's not long. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Morgan Hoffman. There you go. Talk about real quick. Yep. Guy was on the tour two years ago. Got the muscular dystrophy. Yeah. Is that the same as MS? Uh, we should get our facts straight on this. He's called it muscular dystrophy. Okay, it's not the, he had, it's not the same as MS. Okay, he noticed he had some atrophy in his pectoral muscle. Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck's going on? So he wants he he wants he goes to Costa Rica because now he's like Western medicine wants to do this that and the other, and he's like this ain't the way. He goes there and he's living in the jungle sleeping outside doing yoga i think he's doing hallucinogenics which i think is probably a fabulous thing these days considering you know what opioids and yeah. a lot of other drugs have done so he goes out there drinks his urine and he's now back he has like three medical exemptions left he goes and back he, and drinks his urine <laughs> oh yeah he was he 
self-proclaimed said wow. he was doing all this shit. Okay. And uh, he did have a motorcycle accident uh, a year ago and broke some shit. But anyways, he's like he's got he's done well in the, enough that he's had some exemptions. So he's got three medical exemptions. He decided to use it here. And he went out and shot a 71 yesterday and a 72 today and missed the cut by one. Damn. Damn. And the, the, the big thing that people were taking away from it was he's, he's just short off the tee. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier. He was missing putts, but he's also hitting like where a lot of people are hitting nine irons. He's hitting a three iron. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's just hard to, make a bunch of birdies but i i'm really it's kind of cool that this guy is kind of gone off the beaten path and, and said you know when in his press conference they're like what, what what's your goal and he's like i was just hope for a few smiles and yeah and go from there and he 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 said that he his short game was what he was counting on coming in here and it kind of let him down but anyways, pretty cool. It is a cool story. It's it's definitely, uh, I'm glad that you touched on that because I did see a little blip on it. On, it must have been the Golf Channel. Maybe it was ESPN. Yeah. But um, great story. Very very inspiring. But don't drink urine. Don't well, drink I don't urine. know. I mean, I swear <laughs> to God. It's like, you know, yeah, maybe. The alternatives. Maybe it's the thing. <laughs> the cure-all. Drink your urine. Or, you know, or a state of mind. I just, yeah, for sure. It's the, these things. And, you know, there's a lot of other things that people have said, you know, the power of prayer, the power of whatever. And I think, you know, make yourself better. He's done it and he's found a way. There you have it. Pretty cool. Um, Let's talk ding dongs and trunk slammers. Who do you got for ding dong? Anybody? yeah, well, there was that uh, dipshit Matt Wolf at uh, at the Masters. He broke his shit again. He broke guy, his shit. Yeah, I mean, dude, what are you what are you doing? He yeah, he's he's not long for this game. I don't think he's. You got to stop breaking your shit. Yeah, and he didn't slam it or anything. He just he set it down and just leaned down on it and pop. It. I mean, it definitely was out of anger. It was a, a different way out of anger. I, I haven't seen anybody just bear so much weight down on a club that it just snaps. I've seen them break it over their leg. I've seen them break it over trees. I've seen them slam it on the ground. That was a new one to me. <laughs> yeah, just the slow, how much pressure is it going to take right. to break this shit? Yeah. And, you know, that, that's great for him because he can go to the Titleist or the, I feel like he might be tailor-made. He can just go He's to the fucking yeah. trailer. When my gap wedge broke, I couldn't find a goddamn replacement. And I didn't even break my shit on purpose. Right. I couldn't find anybody in the Portland metro area to fix my shit. I had to order a goddamn shaft from some company in Ohio. It wasn't the right one. Thank God I found somebody and they did one that was kind of it's not even the close to it's not the same shaft, but fuck it. I'm not that good. Yeah. But it's don't treat your shit like that. You know, respect it (laughs) and respect the course and respect the masters. And, you know, 
you were saying that uh who was it tyrell hatton yeah he's my trunk slammer he's also a ding dong though yeah because he, he was like oh this place sucks <clears throat> yeah he, he uh after firing what an 80 on sunday he lost his shit a few times he's always good for slamming a club and cussing up a storm but he uh he said a few things he says it's unfair he says i was just glad it was over i never play well here so he he doesn't he 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 says that he, it just doesn't fit his eye. He doesn't like. He sounds like a cunny bitch. Yeah. Uh, so I think we have uh, a tie for two players: Matthew Wolf and Tyrell Hatton for Ding Dong and Trunk Slammer. You could put them in either category this week. As far <laughs> I as love I'm it. Concerned. I it's love a dual, it. Dude. Dual Ding Dong Trunk Slammer award. You got anything else, dude? Well, um. I'm I'm sorry I'm gonna miss you. I was borderline thinking, do I take my mic? No, you got to enjoy your vacation. You're going well, to Mexico, right? And I just decided that the Wi-Fi might not be super cool. Yeah, no, we're we'll take a break. Yeah, we we have uh, we deserve a break. Yep, and our fans will be, um, you know, we'll we'll catch up when we get back. Um, I think we can maybe even take a week off on on picks I mean, we've got zurich classic actually this is a good week for us to, to take off todd to be honest with you uh this is the the team event where you have oh, yeah. pairs and uh so we'll meet back up and we'll try to uh then you have um the mexico open i it looks oh like my a, god I, i'm gonna try and qualify <laughs> while i'm down there <laughs> it looks like i'm gonna a, rent some clubs <laughs> <laughs> well it's in Vallarta, mexico oh shit i'm gonna be in puerto vallarta well i know this just says vallarta though i don't know it sounds the same <laughs> i'm gonna try and qualify when i go down there on monday um so i think we i, I mean that's a new event it doesn't show anybody for defending champion oh. um so i'm thinking your trip was uh was not even didn't even know that it was a good time to to miss it timely so, so very timely so you know, maybe when you get back, uh, we'll have a uh, podcast during that tournament, maybe that weekend or something. We'll review your your trip. Oh, my and, God. It's uh, going to be amazing. Maybe we'll just talk about this new Mexico Open, see what kind of tournament it is. Maybe even talk about the Zurich Classic and, and the, the duo that, that won that tournament. But then we'll get right back into it uh, at the beginning of May. We've got Wells Fargo. We've got... Byron Nelson, PJ Championship, yeah. Charles Schwab, and we got the Memorial Canadian Open, U.S. Right, so Open. We got a big lineup. PGA Championship is when that's going to be May nineteenth, twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. Yeah, so we'll definitely be back for that, and and will Filbert Nuts be there? That's the big question. It's yeah. at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I got no friends there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you. And Kathy Joy, have a great trip. I'm assuming she's going with you. Yes. Okay. And uh, we will all be thinking about your lovely little four-legged children back at home. And uh, you guys have a phenomenal trip. And uh, yeah. You're a good friend. You you, uh, you deserve this time off. You do not take your podcasting equipment. So. All right. All right, everybody. Be good humans. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed.